Hey, I'm Kara, and I'm into rom-coms. Hey, uh, I'm Jared, and I'm into the complete filmography of Linnea Quigley. Aw. Hey, but you know what we're both into. That would be hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... <laughs> Just Kiss, Kiss Already! Already. Yeah, uh, did I tell you uh, at the open mic there was like a couple of uh, singers before me? No, I know you mentioned the two uh, other comedians. Yes, I only got to see one of them perform, but yes. uh, there, there were two singers, uh -huh. and they both did songs by the, the late artist Prince. Oh. Yes. Okay. And one of them was really good, like he, he was on key, and mm -hmm. he was like really good with it. But the second guy, uh, he was a bit of an off-key prince. I, I felt it. You said prince, and I was like, oh, this is... All right, okay, I see. We're, we're, we're doing a setup. And then you said... Uh, mm. Welcome back to off-key prince. <laughs> That's right, everyone. Uh, everyone, it's time for voice lessons for Unchan. <laughs> because, God, like, what the heck? Um... So, uh, for those of you who listen to all of our episodes and aren't just listening to this one for no reason, you would know that we, uh, gave, or Jaren gave his prediction for episode eight at the end of the last episode, but yeah. really quick, just to recap, basically Jaren is a, is a <laughs> hopeful, naive boy. <laughs> he just wants everybody to talk about their feelings and, uh, really just go for gold, right? I was like, wow, I can't believe we're halfway through the show and they're already going to deal with all of the major... <laughs> They've got nowhere to go from here. And they pulled some bullshit out in this episode. Yeah, well, now we've watched it. In episode <laughs> episode eight uh, is, is... I'm so sorry, Past Jaren. But it's Ooh. not... It's not the... <laughs> I am also sorry for Past Jaren. <laughs> but what a, what a cliffhanger. Yeah. We, we were on this cliffhanger and then they, they smooch... They smooch. And I was like, there's no way you can come back from this. Like, you just have to talk now. And then immediately, Hangyo was like, knock it off. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my what God. What are you doing? And Unchan even fires back at him with, like, what? You did it when we were pretending to be boyfriends for your blind dates. Like, you did it first. It's like a, it's whatever. We kissed, okay? It's not that big of a deal. Bros kiss all the time. And then she, like, backpedals. She's like, look, my kiss has energized you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, see? You feel better now. It worked. It was just, I just wanted to... I don't know, get your mind off it, whatever. Dude. Yeah, and then they, like, go out to the roof to have a nice drink. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Hankyul is like, get out. Literally get out of here. And, and then it just cuts to them, like, having wine on their on oh, their yeah. terrace, as they always do. Oh, God, they they drink on the roof, and he's like, listen, I'll kill you if you kiss me. Oh, my God. And she goes, oh, that's so Hankyul of you to say. Yeah, she's like, wow, haha. <laughs> it's really fun. Just, like... When we jump back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's really awesome. And then they kind of, uh, they just, I'm so upset that they subverted that whole, like... Yeah, you know, the, w our podcast is called Just Kiss Already, but this is a great instance of, no, don't kiss yet. Oh. <laughs> now is not the time. Yeah, there's that whole thing with Grandma, and then that kind of, like, brings Unchan around to say, like, yeah, my dad was sick for, like, a really long time, and I would always go visit him and talk yeah. to him. And then one day it was the last day, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I think that puts Hangyul, like, on the track of, like... Because he was kicking himself really hard for not being there as much as he could in yeah. the last episode. You know, right before his employee kissed him. You know, it was... Yeah, but that's, like... what Bros kiss all the time, right? Dude, it's like... Whatever. Friends listen to Endless Love in the Dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, Unchan kind of 
talks about her own experience with her dad and I think also she she mentions like oh well you've got to go visit her and he's kind of like yeah I know and he starts getting down on himself and that's when she like brings mm. out the hey now is now you know you got to just do it like now's the time and then continuing the trend of going from like grandma is sick in the hospital to like drama she goes hey what if I had titties <laughs> exactly like that the translation said hey <laughs> What if I had toddies? I realize I can't even say that because she don't. It's inaccurate. <laughs> and everyone's of me. always making fun of her for it. And yeah. shame on you, Jay. <laughs> no, flat is justice. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she says, "What if I were a girl?" Yeah. And he she goes, pulls out the. If I was a girl. Um, if I was a girl. Yes, she sings it. Actually, she <laughs> goes. She really just writes her own parody of Beyonce, and it's awesome, actually. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, she, she pulls it out. She says, if I was a girl, uh, and John Gill is like, I'm glad you're not because yep. it would be a pain. Yep. We get a, Ooh, really fun. Awesome. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> she just comes back with like, oh, you're such a narcissist. Yeah. She's like, what the heck? He says, uh, he's done with dating and he just wants to like make his mom and grandma happy. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to find the hashtag nice girl and yeah. from a good family. He... He kind of, like, thinks back on, like, um, you know, how his mom was the same kind of, like, arranged marriage kind of deal where, like, she was introduced on a blind date and she's, like, the daughter of, like, a well-off family, whatever, and he's, like, and she's, like, a great-granddaughter, or not granddaughter, great-daughter-in-law mm. for my grandma, um, and so I might, I, I should do the same thing because she's happy and, you know... I actually that's what I should do. I didn't pick up on the implications of that, that it was an arranged marriage. I, I don't know if arranged marriage is the right, um, I don't know. I don't, Just the implication that it was like a setup. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to come back later and that changes my opinion of something later on. Oh, a okay. But yeah, that's actually, um, so if we, when we get into some more, uh, cool, fun Korean dramas, that's, that's like a thing that is touched on when we talk about, like when we delve into the like super super like rich families and they're well off oftentimes it's just a normal thing that like the marriages are all just set up between the families because they're oftentimes like business marriages maybe to like unite two companies or they're just Mm. kind of like to keep to keep like the the family name i don't know like everybody rich i guess very archaic yeah you know it's very like like, medieval european yeah it's awesome god (laughs) um but yes so so then we cut to uh, Unse dancing in a room, talking about how she's going to be an idol soon. Oh, yeah. She's it's preparing. And Chan's, like, really wanting to come out to Han Gyul. And Unse is like, don't make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good classic younger sister. Just like, oh, my God. And then, like, it's, there's this dichotomy between Untran being, like, wanting to be honest, but risking losing what you have. Mm. And then keeping feelings hidden, but staying by their side. Yes. And boy, does she make the wrong choice Ooh-wee. later this episode. <laughs> and then Unsei is like, oh, you know Lady Oscar from Rose of Versailles? Mm-hmm. Which is just like this weird out of nowhere reference. And yeah. I was like, okay. My um, translation even like uh, put like a star and was like, this is, this is a, uh, I think it was like, this is a manga, just so you know. Oh. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, then it's Unchan and Hangyul doing deliveries. So this is like a, a cute part of their daily routine that we're like looking into where yes. they're delivering, I'm assuming coffee beans to different places. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like a, 
everybody kind of has those moments, I think, where you're just like, oh, it's work, but, like, I've got my cool fun friend with me. Yes. Like, I, I drive a golf cart around a lot for work. Yeah. And uh, I have my coworker riding around with me, and, mm-hmm. like, sometimes he gets on my nerves, but, like, you know how it is where you have, like, your work buddy, and you're yeah. like, haha, let's pick up this trash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel it. It was very cute. I knew that feeling that they were, like, kind of sitting in. Where it's like, haha, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go see my grandma, mm-hmm. so I'll, like, drop you off and you can walk back. And she's like, oof, ah, mm, my knees, ah, my old, <laughs> old man knees. Oh, no. Ooh, Good my bones. Ouchie. Ah, maybe you should just, like, take me to grandma. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it be fun if I met your grandma, boss? <laughs> hey, boss, I saw her one time. What if I, like, actually go, like, visit her when she's sick, right? right? Boss, right? I need right. your grandma's approval. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so that, he's like, all right, and he just takes her with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they cut to, like, the hospital where it's really, like, a very serious shot. Just, like, this big open hospital hallway. Hospitals scare me. So, yeah. yeah. Anytime a show is in a hospital, I'm immediately on edge. Yeah. And then he, like, walks over to his mom, and they hug, and he's like, huh. Okay. Ha- oh, sorry. He, I'm just, he says, I haven't hugged you in forever. And oh. I'm like, bad son. Bad son, 100%. Yeah. Also, he's wearing this shirt, and it's, like, the collar is, like, off to the side, and I'm pretty sure the buttons are also off to the side. It's, oh so like, God. think about a collared shirt. It buttons in the middle, right? Yeah. Well, Hangul is wearing a collared shirt that buttons, like, kind of on the left, but the collar follows it, so where the collar meets is, like, this... I was staring Ooh. at this shirt. I was like, what is I, this? And he's wearing like a vest over it, so you can't see the whole thing. Oh. But you can see the fact that the collar looks like <laughs> someone took it and just wound up. This was not a good reason to interrupt you talking no. about the actual story. No, I'm so happy. <laughs> this is your version of the, the Coke and ice cream thing. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I, I, I really wanted to the vest not to be there so I could see if the buttons actually like go all the way down or if that was just kind of like a collar like decorate thing. But it looked like the the shirt, like basically buttoned over his left nipple, and I was like, Whoa. "All right, I'm 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 sc- <laughs> I'm scanning back through the video because yes. <laughs> I would like to see for myself." But I think it's possible that it could be like one of those navel style shirts where it's actually like it wraps around itself, kind of like a chef outfit if you ever yeah, seen it. But if the I, collar's misaligned... That's the thing, is that if it was just buttoned on the side because it's like one of those shirt styles, then sure. But the collar... <laughs> the collar is over there. Ooh, okay. I'm waiting to get a good look at this. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're looking. We're scanning. Look at it! Look, oh my god. Look at that! <laughs> okay, you're right. I think the boy just doesn't dress himself. I... I, <laughs> I wanna, like... I know that it's probably just like a, like, I don't know, like a fun experimental fashion thing or whatever... I mean, you might be giving it too much credit. I think the vest, like, the shirt shifted position underneath the vest, and then the vest held it to his face. Fair. Ooh, I don't know. That's a, that's a no from me. Right? Everyone go, where are we? Where are we? If you if you would like to see it for yourself, please scroll forward to 6 minutes 46 seconds in. You can see <laughs> this collar. Please weigh in in the comments yeah. that we don't have. Oh. <laughs> uh. So mom is talking to Hangul and she's like, don't let grandma, you know, that you know she's fucking sick. Yeah. She's like, don't be weird about it. She's literally just <laughs> Unsei being like, don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. <laughs> so Unshan just like glomps down the hallway. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I, the doctor said it's okay as long as it's like a hundred percent fruit juice. 
I really thought she was just bringing grandma a six pack because like I hear the glass clinking <laughs> and I bottle. see the container. She's like, listen, grandma. This is the only thing I know. And I was like, Unchan, you alcoholic teenager, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. And then Hung Yul goes inside the room and he starts like ridiculing grandma. He's like, you ate too much sweet, spicy, tasty, yeah, he's like, what savory, the heck, delicious grandma? food. Dumb, you fucking eating the sour <sighs> pork. What the old people can't have varied diets. <laughs> yeah, Eat your mashed allowed. potatoes. No more red bean shaved ice for you. Oh, it's so sick. Like, who who's gonna bash their grandma for enjoying flavor and be like, that's why you have stomach cancer? <laughs> oh man. Uh, grandma still sounds powerful and belligerent, and I love yes. that about her. Oh yeah, she's literally like, shut up, literally shut up. <laughs> He comes into the room and she starts yelling at him. <laughs> Just she, immediately. She's like, she's what like, is this guy doing here? Oh, do I have a grandson? I've been in this hospital for a full 45 <laughs> minutes. I was beginning to think I didn't have a grandson. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and then like, uh, Unchan is like hanging on the wall, like waiting for her turn to be like, hey. Yeah. And grandma's like, what are you looking at? She's like, You're who should are fire you? fire this dimwit. Like, <laughs> she's like, who the heck are you? What what is this? And so she she like runs over and she's like, "Hi. Uh so we've we've met before like one time. But I'm Unchan and uh I hope you get better." And she like screams. And mm. Grandma's like, "Oh my god. What the what the chill. <laughs> fire this dude. What the?" <laughs> and then after she's like she calls him a dimwit. She's like, "You should fire him." It's just smash cut to Hansung and Yuju come bearing paper cranes in a jar for Grandma. Yeah, super fun. Oh yeah. And I <laughs> It's been, it's been a little bit, uh -huh. so I forgot that, like, Hansung and Yuju were a part of the show. Oh, yeah? And then they came back, and it was like, it was like when Vader and the Emperor are, like, <laughs> walking down the bridge in Star Wars, it was like, ba 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 da like, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the villains return. I had a similar feeling, uh, so if any of you have ever been to Universal Orlando, mm. uh, in Orlando, I mean, Universal Studios, um... The, the the Gringotts ride in the Harry Potter area, the Diagon <laughs> Alley area, there's a time on the... I'm sorry, spoiler a little bit. Sorry about this. Uh, when you're riding this ride, it, it, Voldemort just kind of, like, shows up. And what? you're like, oh, my God, like, what are you doing here, my dude? And you're wearing, like, 3D glasses, and he's like, I don't know. I take my foot. Exactly. He, like... but. I just remember being on that ride and just being like, here we are in the cool Gringotts bank running around, there's a yeah. dragon, and then Voldemort is just there, and you're like, what? You're like flipping through your copy of the book, and you're <laughs> like, hmm. What are you doing here? Mm, something's wrong. Yeah, it was that feeling this for me. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then we, we cut back. And Grandma is, like, already just, like, playing Hanafuda with Hong Gyul and Unchan. Yeah, it's time to gamble in the hospital. There is everyone. money on the table. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They're, so they're playing and they're 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 going. They're having fun. And Grandma and Hong Gil are sharing some secret. No, this signs. is this is awesome because this turns into like a live action episode of Kakigurui where like <laughs> Unchan is like one more game. I know that you're cheating now. Yeah. Like you touch your nose and you pass him this and you pull your ear and then he gives you this. It's bullshit. And they're like, how dare. Like, Grandma... <laughs> Grandma is like, oh, how dare you come into my hospital room, accuse me of cheating, are you trying to kill me by yes. raising my blood <laughs> And it's so great because she is cheating. I was like, hold on, I really I think she's cheating. They're 100% cheating. But and she Unchan almost convinced like, hey. me because of how, like, ardently she was defending this. Yeah. Grandma calls her a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, it's cute because, like, Unchan, uh... 
I can't remember very many times where she's shown to be like that sharp of an observer. Mm. So it, it it wasn't it didn't feel out of character, but it was very much like this cool new dimension of like neither of those characters expected her to notice that, and neither yeah. did I. Yeah, it was very um it was very nice to see um because uh, grandma is like you know ranting about it, being like how dare you blah 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 blah, and Rinchen is just sitting there like oh god like what what did I do? <laughs> and it kind of like pans over to Han Gil, and you can see he's kind of like smiling because he knows that. Grandma's ranting at this kid. This kid's in Grandma's good book. Like, he has this hungyul face that he does. I don't know if we've explicitly described it before. I don't know either, but he does have ones. <laughs> it's very much like if you've ever watched The Office, there's the Jim face. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the hungyul face, and it's always just him by himself in frame, and he kind of like pulls his chin and he goes, oh. <laughs> and when you, you, once you've seen it, you'll know what I mean. You probably already picked up on it if you're yeah. this far into the show. <laughs> If you've been with us this far. So, Grandma has to piss as the disaster couple joins the other slightly less disaster couple. Yes. And that's a good time to bring up my alternate title for this episode, because mm. uh, it relates a little bit. Ooh. Uh, so, the alternate title for this episode will make more sense later, but it's called Drink This Piss, Grandma. <laughs> and uh, I won't explain right now, so. <laughs> well, that's how we love it. I do love it. Uh, so, Han Sung... And Yuju join the other uh, two with Grandma in yes. the hospital room. They walk in, they're like, hey, Grandma, oh, Unchan is here, all right. Yeah, Han Sung <laughs> immediately is like, why are you here? <laughs> in that, in his Han Sung voice. Yeah, and Unchan is, just doesn't answer him. <laughs> and I'm like, if my grandma was in hospital and the girl who delivered my milk and almost destroyed my relationship showed up, I would want, like, a real answer. <laughs> well, he also knows that she works for Han Gil. Well, yeah. Okay, okay. If my if my cousin brought his employee to my grandmother's <laughs> hospital room, I'd be like, what the hell is Jeff doing here? <laughs> and I wouldn't take, Fair like, enough. cute, shit-eating grin as an answer. Yeah, Stop yeah. gambling with my grandma. <laughs> then we have, like, cool, like, fun, like, I'm forgetting that I'm supposed to be a boy moment where... Oh, yes. And Shane is like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom with you, Grandma. And Grandma's like, I'm still a woman. Like, yeah, she's I'm, like, what? I'm not ancient. I don't need that much help. And then Yuju is like, I'll go to the bathroom with you. And she's like, no, stay away from me. Nobody touch me. Nobody, nobody touch me. And then finally, Hangyul is like, I'm going to help you go to the bathroom. And she is like complaining about it, but she lets it happen because we all know that Hangyul is her favorite. Yes. <laughs> and then we like really hard cut to like grandma getting a cat scan. <laughs> yes. And Hangyul just like looking on with this face of just like. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and Yuju is there. Yeah. Uh, and she's kind of like supporting him and they're talking about Unchan. She's like, oh, I didn't expect to see Unchan here. Like, oh, he's cool. He's always making friends. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just, he's not shy, and I get nervous around older people, but it doesn't seem to be a factor for him. Yeah. And Hunkil is like, yeah. Like, you could tell that like, he likes that about Yeah, Unchan he's like, yeah, he's so, he, he describes her as, like, the kind of person who never holds back with new people and is always, like, looking to make friends. And yes. It's very... Very good way to live. I would yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Uh, and then Hangyul immediately, like, seeing Grim on the cat scan, he's probably going, like, to his guilt place. And he's yes. like, you know, it's been a long time since I went fishing with my grandma. And, oh, like, yeah. I always knew she cared more about spending time with me than actually fishing. But she's pretty good at fishing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I would love to see these two, like, fishing. I know them I just would watch on their, like, show. night fishing trip. I would watch a whole show where it's just, like, Grandma and Hangyul <laughs> in a small boat. And it's four minutes an episode, and yeah. it's just, like, a cute setup and a payoff every week. That'd be awesome. I wish that was... Yeah. Frick. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Yuju is like, hey, do you need a shoulder? Yeah. This one's exclusively for you. Yeah. And I go, stop. 
And then... <laughs> Jared says, stop. And then Hong Gil goes, nah. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, good for him, like, right? So, and then immediately his head starts to go down, and I'm like, stop. No, no, no. And then he, he just does the lap pillow thing, and I was like, oh, you were... You were so close. I just wrote yike in all caps. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because they play it off like it's so normal, and it's like it's up to it's... you as the audience to be, like, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's very much, like, presented to you as though, like... Or not even as though. It's presented to you as, like, he's sad, and they're friends, and, like, it's whatever. They're just playing... They're just... She's comforting him, whatever. It's fine. But it just, like, knowing the whole build-up with their relationship and they're just like you know the way that he feels about the fact that he keeps going back to her and the way that she has constantly been like refusing his advances but also like treating him very it just it feels like you're like oh no like usually she's so good about like putting a hard stop on it and i feel like they're trying to be like oh but he's like sad and guilty right now so she's still trying to make him feel better but it's like but i have a new appreciation for like Han Gyul putting Yuju and acknowledging like she's a bad habit of mine. Yes. And I also this is like the first time I'm noticing that like they are not putting each other in a good situation. Yes. Like whatever both of them is doing is putting the other one in a shitty place. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's really nothing that they can do about that and maintain their current relationship. Mm-hmm. So like it necessitates a change. And then Unchan and Han Sung walk in and they're like, haha, we're doing our goofy, like, teeth smile thing. Yeah, they're like, you know, whatever. And then they look over and see that, like, in the distance. It's not even, like, zoomed in on the camera. Like, you just see there. And, and I go, stop! <laughs> <laughs> and then the, it just cuts. Oh, and yeah. And you're just left there in that awkward, like, ew. It's very interesting. Uh, and it'll, it'll speak a lot to what happens later in the episode. Uh, but um, when they see them... Unchan looks very obviously not happy about it, very like hurt about it, not not cool with what she's seeing. Hansung, on the other hand, looks at them, and then he focuses more on how it's affecting Unchan than how he feels about seeing Han Gyul with his head in uh, Yuju's lap. Yeah, and it, it's it's you know it's a it's a big this is a hint for what'll happen later. Um, this, is, this is an important thing. <laughs> that will help us later. Um, but it also, it, in the moment, you're very just, like, y- you would expect it to kind of be both of them being like, mm, but it's it's very much focused on Unchen. It's it's really brief, and you're kind of, like, too shocked to, like, take it in, because you think there's going to be some time to let this breathe. Yeah. But yeah, he looks at them, and then he's looking at Unchen for, like, the rest of that short scene. Yes. So it was very upsetting. And then immediately... Ooh. We're, we're, we're doing the beautiful storytelling thing mm-hmm. where we have two groups interacting and then they splinter off into a new pair and we see both people reacting to the same thing. Da-da. And Hangul is like, hey, buddy, you want food? <laughs> I know he's like, so. And then Chan is like, nah. <laughs> I don't want no food. And he immediately is like, oh, fuck, something is wrong. Something <laughs> is very wrong. Unchan doesn't very, want food. There's a very big theme this episode. That's Unchan refusing food and everyone being like, what is what? wrong with Unchan? Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, he's like, oh, my God. Like, he's he literally like, do you have a fever? What's going on? And Unchan's like, don't, t- don't touch Unchan me. immediately calls him out for the lap pillow thing. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow, if you guys had just done, like, this direct, uh, my prediction from last time would have been correct. But no, you saved it for this, I guess. Yeah. And it's, he, she's, she just like, dude, like watching another person who 
understands another person's vulnerability, like, tearing into them like this. Mm-hmm. So satisfying to watch. Because <laughs> she's very much playing the audience by being like, look, if you like her that much, you need to steal her away. Yeah. Because you have to stop pretending that you have a conscious conscience. It's pathetic, and you've been doing it for years. And she calls him a loser. She's wailing on him, really. She's bringing all of his shit to light. She's being like, you little... He doesn't even, like, have a defense. Yeah. And then they both, they're because they're a cute couple, they, they're they mirroring each other. They both slam their elbow on the car door. <gasps> oh, my roll God. Roll the windows down at the same time. <laughs> And they're, like, barking. They're, like, ah. They literally, like, literally, Unhyang goes, ah. And then Hanko goes, ah. And then they go down the window and they both go, ah. Yeah, and then, like, put his head out the window. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was so happy that they dealt with this. And I'm, like, that's fantastic. Yes. And, like, those are powerful lines. Like, stop pretending you have a conscience. Like, addressing his willful ignorance and, like, how he's just kind of benefiting off of, like, you Jews mm-hmm. uh, being kind, mm-hmm. but, like, not in the way that she intends it to be taken. Mm. And, like, also bringing up, like, the duration, like... Oof. Yeah. Oofy. She calls Oofy, him ouchie. a loser, and that that's mirrored later on, and that's mm. also very cool. But then we cut to... Our favorite couple! The slightly more disaster couple. <laughs> Hansung and Yuju. That's right. And Yuju is like comparing herself to Unchan at her age. Yes. Which is like, this has been happening for a couple episodes. It's mm-hmm. not good. And not once does Han, like, there's always a time and a place to like speak plainly and be like, oh, hey, you did this and it makes me feel this. Yes. But like, there's also the kind of uh, relationship or friendship where you see someone comparing themselves to someone else and you go, hey. Stop that. I noticed you doing that. And yeah. Hansung is very much the kind of person who doesn't notice yes. that she's doing that and doesn't, like, assuage her fear at yes, all. Yes, yes, yes. And they, these two actors, I don't know if it's just their chemistry or the writing of the show that's, like, this strong, but whenever they're talking seriously, they're also joking. I, yeah, I wrote down, like, um, because it, it kind of hit me hard when I thought about, because this is... Every time that they, it cuts to them and they're just having a conversation, it's always like, they're joking around and it's lighthearted, but you know that, like, the real undertone of this conversation is very tense. Because you have this constant, like, yeah, Hansung never never really notices when Yuju is kind of doing that thing where she's not necessarily directly asking for, mm-hmm. like, hey, tell me I'm not. But, like, she is. She's putting these things on the table, like, man, this sucks. And Hansung just kind of, like, it goes right over his head. He doesn't even think to be like, no. Yeah, like, no. you know. Um, it really reminded ooh. me of, like, if uh, people in our audience have friends or partners, like, you pick up on after a while, like, oh, this person likes when you compliment them. Like, this person likes words of... Uh, affirmation. Affirmation. Yes. That's the word. That's the love language term. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, you pick up on that stuff after a while, and... Yeah, you pick up on when is when is the time that they need to hear certain things. Yes. Or, like, it's just, like, the classic example, I guess. It's like, oh, your haircut looks good. Mm. Without them having to tell you you got a haircut. <laughs> yeah. But Hansung is like, you could tell him you got a haircut, and he'd be like... Cool. Mm. <laughs> cool. Oh, wow, hair. <laughs> he'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, so me and Unchan <laughs> were doing this thing. <laughs> Ooh, Two I seconds hate him. later. I hate him a lot. Ooh, boy. She tells Hansung, she says, hey, don't love her too much. <laughs> and he's like, haha, yeah, sure, fun, whatever. And she goes, hey, don't go any further. Like, that wording, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was the same in your translation, but that is... I don't remember what it was, but I it conveyed the same feeling. I wrote very clear, 
no uncertain terms. Yeah. And this is the part where I started to get worried about the direction this episode was going. Because I was like, uh, I was like, oh man, two or three episodes from now, this is going to come back in a major way. Yeah. Oof. Um, they don't mention the lap pillow thing. No, they don't. They don't. They don't talk. It's very interesting to go from a conversation between Hangul and Unchan where she straight up calls him out, is like, this, 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 and this. This is all the things that I hate. I'm unhappy about this. Uh, and then they just, like, they they lay it all on the table to Yuju and Han Sung, who are just, like, missing the mark with each other. Mm. And it just... Cool. You know, we, we, talk, uh, we talk a lot of crap about Han Sung, and his character deserves that. But the actor is very good at his job. Yeah, very good at making me hate him and his goofy face. Yeah, because, like, man. (laughs) Like, I just want to, if we can take an aside for a second. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking about this this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yuju was the one who wanted this relationship back. Yes. And Hansung was very much like, nah. And then he would go and reminisce about, like, their bedroom airplane fights or whatever. Mm -hmm. And their weird, like, boot fingers body walking thing that they do. It's their thing. They'd have staring But contests. was it, did we ever learn the explicit reason that they split up? Was it because Yuju was wanting to be with DK? Uh, I can't recall. <sighs> I don't think they've ever explicitly talked about it. Mm. Um, I know up till now, it's been heavily implied that there was something maybe going on between either there was something going on between Yuju and DK or the media made it out to be like that. They, that's the thing is they've, I don't, I don't think there has been a moment up till now where anybody has said exactly what happened. That's what I just know. Yeah. Yuju was away mm. and supposedly they were still together before she left or maybe not even because they, there's also a lot of implications about like she cared more about her job than she did about him. Oh yeah, fuck her for her career. Right, you know? yeah, you know, she's not. Allowed. But that's the that's how Han Sung views it is that yeah. he was like, uh, you love your job more than you love me, and that's not how I want it to be." Blah blah. There's also the weird thing about how like she's never expressed any interest in marriage or children. And yeah, so it's it's not. I don't think we've ever gotten a hardcore answer, but I do know that I am. Obviously, they there were a lot of things that led to it yeah and like it's gonna be really interesting seeing like just i want more information just give it to me coffee <laughs> prince coffee prince give me i drink it up i just need context so i can figure out how much of a shit bird han sung is uh so unchan uh we cut back to coffee prince she pushes past cb and yeah cb makes a return and we're like oh cb hey and just immediately gets shit on it. and yeah. we're like no <laughs> And CB's like, whoa, what's going on? And Mr. Hung is like, uh, fighting and loving, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hung always. Big fan of Sublime, yeah. Mr. Hung, you know. <laughs> Living with Louis Dogs, the only way to stay sane. Let the loving, let the oh, loving man. come back. Oh, are we going to copyright? Because I'm too good at singing Sublime songs. Uh, yeah, actually, I feel like the, you you honestly sounded exactly like the track, so we're going to be in big trouble, aren't Dang we? Dang it, I'm too good. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, guys, don't tell anyone that we just did that. Jeez. <laughs> so CB goes and asks Waffle Boy for advice. Yes, he, he's like, hey, so, um, man, 
what do I, you you know, what do I do? <laughs> Unsei won't return my call. Yeah, he's like, you, you, you're no girl, you got girl stuff. He very insensitively is like, you've been waiting three years for one woman. Yes. How do you do it? I wrote down, CB, you idiot, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, that's kind of missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's... He has this really bad track record. CB, the lovable dumbass that he is, has this track record of just, like, really saying things to Waffle Boy that are just not good. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> CB, stop it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And CB, or, or Waffle Boy turns out in him, and he's like, hey. Or, yeah, so CB reassures him. He's like, I won't tell anybody about your secret. I'll hold my tongue to the grave. Don't worry. And then Waffle Boy is like... Hey, you want to know another secret? And CB's like, yeah, what is it? And he's like, I'm Japanese. And CB <laughs> is like, oh my god. No. Shut up. I would have never guessed that. You're no so wonder cool. you speak Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's uh, like, I'm sorry for being such a jerk and constantly telling you to not speak Japanese and to speak the, your country's language. Very, which is really fun. Yeah. We love that, right? We do it's love awesome. that. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Telling secrets is what's being a man all about. Oh I'm my gonna God. tell you. I'm not supposed to tell you. He says he's not supposed to I tell I literally him. wrote down CB no, CB no, no, no. And then he just tells Sungi, like, Unchan is a girl. He and he does the hand movements. Yeah, he, he makes the, the titty booby. The and hourglass leans. shape. Which I'm now only gonna call the titty booby. <laughs> he leans in and he's like, Unchan is a girl. And Waffle Boy is like, what? And he's like, all right. <laughs> I just have another note here that says Unchan is crying. And I think, that was there a cutaway just to like her? We, okay. So we, after, uh, so they come back after their, their tense car conversation. Mm. And she comes in and immediately CB is like, hey! And she goes, kid, whatever. Oh, right. And storms upstairs. So, yeah, I think it's, it's... It's, like, in the locker room. Yeah. She, she, it's implied that, like, on her way up, her, her eyes started tearing up and her emotions are kind of getting the better mm. of her. Which, ugh, hate that. Now, we cut to, like, the start of a new business day, and Unchan is, like, ignoring Han Gyul. Oh, yeah, Han Gyul's trying to, like, make everything go back to normal by just, like, doing what he always does, which is do this weird, like, teasing, flirting thing. God, um, I, I could not handle that shit. That is I, not fun. I literally, yeah, I wrote, Hunk, you'll read the mood. <laughs> no, literally, like, he he's literally ending, he's like, can't you do anything right? Like, at the end of every sentence, like, yeah. he's waiting for the studio audience to laugh. Yeah, and... That's exactly what it's like. Unchan is not having it. She is literally just like, okay, moving the picture that he tells her to move to the left <sighs> and to the right and turning it upside down and being like, I literally don't care. Let me leave. When you're teasing somebody and they're not, like, playfully pushing back, it's literally like you've taken the laugh track out of a sitcom. Yes. And you're just watching people say things that aren't funny. He very much, like, you can see it in, in Hangul, and you can also hear it in his, in how he starts to talk, where he's like, he knows that something is wrong, but he's like, I gotta, I gotta get it back to normal, so he just keeps trying, and we're like, Hangul, just stop. She just looks on sad, and yeah. then he starts defending himself out of nowhere about yeah. the whole, uh, Yuju thing. Yeah. And she doesn't even engage. He very much just, like, jumps to, maybe it's, maybe we're still upset about that. So he's like, hey, hey, hey. And she just walks away, and he's like, hey, hey, And I'm like, good for you, Unchan. Yeah. Good for you. Good on you, Unchan. Boss moves. <laughs> and then we cut to Left Behind, which was a group of brightly dressed weirdos that I thought were an improv troupe, just, like, in the <laughs> middle of our Coffee Prince show. That's right. Hey, guys, it's time for your regularly scheduled improv halftime show, because we are 
getting the halftime. Yeah, it's it's really strange because there's just a bunch of very desperate looking performers, including Insane. <laughs> oh yeah. They they jump in and we're shown I assume the like like some like cool good dancing shots and then we're also shown this like this this couple who's very sparkly and they're they're singing and everything's great. Shanghai, Shanghai. Right? Yeah. Shanghai. And Unse is looking on and uh I mean like I I picked up on this uh one cuz I've seen it before but also because like this is the like anytime we talk about like entertainment industry in these shows and also mm-hmm. it's like it's the it's it's the audition process to get into the company, mm. which is, like, the thing. We don't... That's not, like, really what we think about when we think about our entertainment industry. We think about, like, people getting, like, discovered or whatever, but, like, it's not It's not the same. Yeah, so, yeah, like, I was like, oh, it's, like, audition time, right? Yeah. It really felt like an American Idol panel. Yeah. Like, that's the closest corollary I had mm-hmm. in my mind. But yeah, so Unse comes in, and she is... She's auditioning for a company... Uh, she's dressed in her her cute little like angel dress, and um, she starts she starts like singing and she's doing she's doing fine. Uh, the people on the panel are like pointing out like the the on screen image of her and they look like they're like oh okay oh, yeah. like yeah she looks she, she films looks really well good. yeah, uh, and she you know she's not half bad, uh, and then she gets to like the high point of the song and she just like blows it. Just does not hit it right, and yeah. they immediately are like all right bye and. My first thought was like, Unse, pick an audition song that you can sing, girl." <laughs> no, like I was like, "Why did you? Why, like you came here ready to do this? You look, yeah. like, you look great. You sound flat, and you have resting bitch face. Right, like, like you got a smile." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, but yeah, I, I, my, I, I mean, of course, the scene is, you know, it's, it sucks because like that's her yeah. dream, and she kind of just like blew her first attempt but I, I was very much just kind of like why didn't you pick an easier song to sing no, i mean to be fair for me i wrote it's enough for me as well but hey follow your dreams yeah right like she's doing what she wants uh we cut to harim who's taken on like this weird role in this episode specifically like he's not strictly comic relief but he's more of just like the romance foil oh okay yes sorry i got lost for a second i was like where are we oh yeah yeah but this is when he comes in and he's like, hey, customer number three over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got her McFreaking number. He's like, hey, Ninchan, guess what? And Ninchan is like, what? What, what do you want? What? And he's like, I got the digits. And she's <laughs> like, that's against the rules. And he's like, don't tell anyone. He says, you can't regulate romance in the name of policy. <laughs> Volume 2007. Right. <laughs> Hangul is like peeking in, sees Unchan is there, and he's like, oh, hey. I guess it's time for lunch. He's I like, guess I'll, like, sit here and eat lunch. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm hungry. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, <clears throat> and then Harim, ever the bro, is like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna leave. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, all right, so, uh, catch y'all later. And then as soon as uh, Hangul sits down, Unshan is like, I'm full. And Hangul throws down his chopstick because he knows she's lying. Yeah. He's like, you're never full. <laughs> <laughs> you never stop eating. <laughs> And this is, like, less than 30 minutes, probably, of showtime after she's talking to Unsay and being like, you know, I just want to be by his side. Yes. And she really doesn't want to be by his side right now because of this thing with Yuju. Yeah. Uh, he's like, talk to me. And she just comes out and says, like, hey, I like you, and I'm avoiding you. Yeah. Until I stop. She goes, she goes right for it. She's like, listen up, boy. I got a crush on you, and I'm dealing with it. So I'm not gonna be around you. And he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. 
she maintains like, that yep. she's a man and he's like haha no homo right and she's like i'm avoiding you because i like you yeah she's like i have a romantic crush on you and we are men <laughs> and i'm gonna avoid you and that's like and he's like what he's just standing there like a asshole yeah and then the nice guitar music <laughs> is playing and she like doesn't even she goes to the alleyway she like doesn't even have the energy to be upset Yes. Because, like, I expected her to, like, just kind of, like, scream or, like, move her arms around, and she's just, like, <sighs> it's It's getting brutal, honestly, this show. It's, yeah, we're, we're really getting hit, hit after hit, just, like, right on the head, and we're, like, man. <laughs> I didn't realize what comes next, but this is another hit for us. Real... Oh, my God. <laughs> he, goes to, he goes to the hospital, and I'm, like, oh, we're going to get another cool visiting yeah, grandma Yeah, I'm, like, soon. oh, every time that Hunkyul is, like, well, what do I do? He goes and talks to grandma, and, well... He almost does. He sees a sign that says Department of Psychiatry where the oldest, weirdest doctor character I've ever seen is, it's like, making coffee. The first cut of him is, yes, please, tell us. He opens up a package of what I can assume is coffee mix, and he just, like, starts pouring it around his cup. <laughs> he just misses his cup. Like, I don't know if he just has the shakes or what, but, like... It's just, like, if y'all want to know anything about this character, that's the biggest thing you need to know, is that he cannot pour his instant coffee into the cup for the life of him. So this is really interesting because, like, obviously this was made in 2007 and also in a, a different culture from ours. Yes. So there is this, like, undercurrent of, like, homosexuality is not the most accepted thing there. But there's yeah. also, like, they're making this doctor look like a quack. So it's, like, his opinions might also not be, like, the norm or what's accepted. Yeah. Because he he lays it on thick. And he's like, have you kissed? Since when did you have the urge to become a woman, wear makeup, and get excited whenever you see other men? And that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, um... Hangul uh. is like... Check, please. Yeah, he's like, all right, anyway, I'm out. I'll come back later, and the doc's like, hey, look, I'll give you three days worth of pray the gay away, man. He literally is like, you just need to be medicated to get rid of this. And it's like, man, this is a... I don't want this scene. <laughs> I did not need this in my show. This is this is one of those scenes I would have uh, I would have liked to just have not made the cut, because, like... Can you imagine you're, like, an actor, and you're like, oh, yes, my big break, I can't wait. And they're like, we need you to play an incompetent anti-gay uh, doctor character. And you're one of your three lines. It's like, when did you start become attracted to whenever you see a man? Like, uh, not not to mention just kind of like throwing out the being gay means wanting to dress like a woman because that was fun. You know, I probably have more skin in that game than anything, and I wasn't even <laughs> gonna touch on it. Like, <laughs> I'm already like he can't even pour his coffee. I'm allowed to disregard everything he says. Yeah, fair enough. I. I can't even make instant coffee. Who cares what he says, dude? Uh, Unchan, we cut to her making coffee, which is much better. She's trying to make the latte art of Oh Unchan. my god, yeah. So she's she's made some good coffee. And she's like she's just talking with her feelings, uh, talking about her feelings, rather, to uh, Mr. Hong, who is like, he's, he's really rising the ranks and becoming a character that I love very much. Yeah, I feel like every time he has says anything, he like goes up a little bit. In my From like, the guy who just like scratched his ass and ate Judge Ongmyeon right. like, in episode one. Oh. And then speaking of angels, CB uh, is there like to oh surprise Unsei with flowers. Yes, so we, we cut back to Unsei leaving her audition. Mm -hmm. um, and she's obviously very upset. And CB is there and he has flowers for her. And he's like, hey, you, good job, I'm proud of you, whatever. And she's like, don't, don't, nope, 
nope. And so she storms past him and he starts following her. And we get to this scene. And folks, I mentioned it in the past when I was talking about how there are scenes from this show that I... Scenes and lines from this show that have, like, stuck in my head. And every once in a while I think about them. And that's what makes me want to rewatch this show. This is one such line that I remember watching it for the first time. And for some reason... It just stuck. Maybe it was because I was a middle schooler and I thought that Uh that was like, I was like, yeah, dude, insane. Heck yeah, she got him. Uh, Or I don't know, but when she says to him, don't text me with spelling errors, (laughs) that has stuck with me. Really? Yes. I, what, oh God. I don't even remember how long ago it was that I first watched this, but literally every single time I think of this show, that is one of the lines that just sticks out to me. I remember her face. I remember her smacking. She basically is like, don't talk to me. Stop calling me. I don't, like, can't you get it? I don't want to be with you, whatever. Yeah. And then she, like, he's like, what do you mean? I brought you flowers. And she smacks the flowers out of his hand. She tells him straight up. She's like, I like smart guys. You're stupid. I don't want to be with you. It's not, like, fun. But, yeah, that flower smack and that don't text me with spelling errors has stuck in my mind. This isn't even, like, a relationship between the two of them. It's so creepy. I hate to say creepy because I love CB. Yeah. But, like, it's creepy because he's like, hey, let's go see a movie, and she's explicitly giving him, like, a no-contact order. And then she starts, like, giving reasons. She doesn't need to give reasons. But she's like, I like smart guys. And he's like, I'm getting my GED. And she's like, no, enough, stop. Yeah, it's... I wanna... There's a part of me probably just because we see CB as a character and he's, like, a good... He... he We often see him, like, being good and cool, but there, it is it is crossing the line from, like, silly, sad boy naivety to mm-hmm. just CB stop. Like, yeah. stop. Read it. Stop it. Yeah. Whew, and it sucks. And then getting away from that mess, they cut to uh, Unchan at night. She can't sleep. Uh, and they're, they're talking, and she's like, it won't happen, but I can't help liking him. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to a couple episodes episodes ago, this theme of, like, uh, you have to deal with it or it'll be worse later. Yes, it, it very much mimics the feelings that Han Gyul shows for Yuju, where he knows that it's not fun, but mm-hmm. he can't do anything about it. Unfortunately, he's not dealing with it. Unsei is like, just get over him or it'll be pathetic. Mm-hmm. And she's right, because you're saying like you end up in that Han Gyul Yuju situation. Yeah. And Unchan offers Unsei ice cream. And Unsei doesn't accept for the first time in her miserable life. She does not just want to eat she ice cream. She does not want the ice cream. And that's when Unchan is like, Unsei doesn't want ice cream. And then yeah. like crawls into bed with her and is like, what's wrong? She grabs her blanket with her foot and like mm-hmm. shakes it a little and is like, hey. And Unsei is just not responding. And so Unchan kind of like goes up and is like, hey. And Unsei's crying. Yeah. And then She's Unchan, really sad about her audition. Unchan does what every good sister would try to do and like, Smacks her sister around with a teddy bear a little bit, making kissy noises. She gets a little kiss with a teddy bear. She's a smacker. <laughs> Put the teddy bear in her face, just smother her a she little goes, bit. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then she 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 pets her on the head. She she asks, "Do you want to cry?" Mm-hmm. And Unsei says, "Yes." <laughs> uh, so it, they it was share a nice little sister. A nice moment. little sister cry moment. Mm-hmm. And all three sisters are there. It's Unsei, Unchan, and the teddy bear. Yeah, really, they're a family. <laughs> they are a family. <laughs> Then we cut to, like, 
another weird uncomfortable part of this episode. Oh yeah, so we see Yuju and we're like, hey Yuju, and she's meeting with this man who we haven't met before, but maybe we have. I wrote down, oh, this weird romantic man. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey. So he's wearing like a red tie and he's just walking around on his hands and fists and he's checking out the art museum <laughs> with her. And she goes, how's the musician? Oh, he goes, how's the musician? And then Yuju goes, how's the lingerie model? And I'm like, Yuju, you bitch. Like, that's so brutal and awesome. I, I cannot believe that you just physically <laughs> described him as literally Donkey Kong. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's DK, because they don't mention his name. They, they, yeah, they do not explicitly say anything. Like, he could um, be playing a different character. I mean, I respect Donkey Kong as an actor, and he yes. doesn't have to play himself. Yeah, fair. <laughs> he's very popular outside of Japan as he well. He really, yeah, he's a, we all love him. So, they have this weird back and forth where she's like, yeah, we're good, everything's cozy and fun. It's not. It's yeah, really yeah, not. it's very much, he's like, so how's it going, your relationship? And she's like, fine yeah and, and he's he, like mm. he's like i want you to design an entire restaurant for me yes so now he comes out with a a job proposition for her. yes and um it is like i don't want to i don't know if heavily hinted is because i don't know how explicitly it was talked about but um we aren't told explicitly if this is DK, but we do know that back when Yuju and DK had their relation a lot of it was kind of like Oh, their visions for their work, like, lined up. Yeah. So, uh, this character who is coming in and essentially being like, hey, I want you to do cool things for me and we can work together is, is very, like, that's, that's right up Yuju's alley. You see her respond to it as well. Yes. And he's, like, I think he explicitly says, like, hey, I want you back or something. Yeah. Or, like, whether it's in the context to make this restaurant, because he's like, I want you to design the door handles, the art in the bathroom, mm -hmm. like, everything. And it's like, whoa. And he has, like, the biggest dick energy of any character in this show. Yeah. Because he... he walks to, like, a 24 by 36, like, wall art piece. And he's like, I like this. Can I have it? Yeah, he's just like, why don't you give this to me? Oh, And she's God. like, haha. And I wrote, only DK can have this much power. That's very true. It can only be Donkey Kong. And it's so interesting because they're reminiscing about her first exhibit. And he's like, that's when I fell in love with you. And she's like, I thought you loved me for, like, my personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, I wanted to bring this up because you mentioned, like, oh, it seems like they have, like, this cool professional relationship. Yes. And I've always called this, because it's very common, you call it building the roller coaster. Ooh. Because uh, I read a book, like, I think the year I joined university, it was, like, the recommended book or whatever. Okay. And it was Persepolis. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I also read that. The year yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it was the recommended book our freshman year. Oh, my gosh. So you know exactly what I'm talking about when yes. she talks about, like, oh, my husband or whatever. We were both working on designing this theme park. Yeah. And then once that was over, like, that was the end of our relationship. And we were really only, like, sustaining it because we were working around each other. Or, yeah. like, that nature of our relationship was all we really had. There wasn't any underlying chemistry or romance. Ooh. So I've always kept that in my mind. I'm like, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm just building the roller coaster and there's nothing after that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, it was very that? interesting. That's the Yuju DK in an interesting perspective. Mm. Mm. That was how I was looking at it. Especially because if you, if you think about it that way, then him coming to her and, like, offering this job thing is basically just, like, they, maybe they ended because 
you know, they no longer had anything to work towards and him coming back and bringing something else is just like trying to pick it back up. Yeah. Like you also shouldn't be communicating with your partner in terms of like, hey, I'm going to like buy this restaurant and I want it to be like our thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to get embroiled in a business partnership and then maybe hold hands? Like, well, he has bigger dick energy than that. So it's, (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like the guy walks around in just a tie. Yeah. Right. It's it's always dragon, you know? (laughs) Christ. Oh, man. So Waffle Boy is taking a leak, and Unchan is also in the restroom. And they're like, haha, oh, maybe you could make tiny pancakes and sell them for $3. And he's like, oh, you know, there'd be no profit. Also, how do you hide your breasts? Yeah, Unchan comes in, and she does the, like, you know, just reminding us that uh, she's still not, she's just being like, I'm a girl. And she's like, oh, he peeing, I'm gonna, okay, I gotta, I gotta do it. Small talk. Anyway, and yeah, uh, Waffle Boy is very blunt. He just turns around, he says, I'm asking you because I'm curious. How do you hide those titties? And Unchan is like, "Uh." And he goes, or did you not have any to begin with? (laughs) And Unchan goes, "Uh." (laughs) And I go, stop! (laughs) (laughs) And he just smiles and walks out and she immediately is like, CB She's like CB Like Fred Flintstone's boss. <laughs> like the room shakes. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. CB is upset though, and he won't even eat Harim's consolation Cheetos. Yeah, he's sad. He he he's it's like I won't huh, I hate I'm like, oh I feel bad, but also I'm like, but C B like you, you gotta learn when Consequences. Yeah. Harim comes and he's like, listen. Everything will be okay as long as you follow my advice. And then Unchan enters frame to destroy CB, and we never hear what he was going to say. Yeah, so she comes in and she's like, hey, CB, hey. Um, but then Hangul is there, and then she ends up yelling at Hangul, and Hangul is like smiling because he's like, finally, he's like, Yay, it's back to normal. Attention. <laughs> Literally, he's like, thank God. It's like, oh my God, I thought something was wrong, but we can still yell at each other. Oh my God. Uh, um, ugh. They, they, uh, they hang out and to talk to each other for like an extra second. And he goes, are you over me now? And she goes, almost. (gasps) And I'll tell you when I am. And like, that's so upsetting to like, cause like, it's really quantic when Mm. you think about it. Like, cause you, when you're whittling down feelings for someone, especially if you have to like see them in a professional capacity or whatever is going on here. Like, it's easy to take away, like, 99% of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the difference between having that 1% of feelings for someone and not having it all that takes, like, the most time. It's very, I've, ugh, I've experienced that, that sense of, like, um, like, having something happen with a person and then, like, putting yourself away from them and then, like, it feels like everything is fine, but then once you're back, like, with them for either it's just like you happen to be with them for like longer than you have in a while it feels like everything comes back and this sense of like i'm almost over you doesn't feel real and i know that uh you know this is this is a rom-com so you know obviously the end well well we don't know is the end game of this for them to be together maybe yeah. it's been Hansung yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah but yeah this this when when she's saying things like i'm gonna get over you and it's gonna be fine it doesn't feel like real to me like her saying she's almost over him does not feel like real like with what you were saying about like 
oh, you can feel one way completely when you're not seeing someone. Yeah. And then you see them for, like, a minute, and you slip back into their arguing game. Yeah. And it's, like, you hate to see that. Yeah. I hate to see that in this, because, like, I... If she wants to move on, move on, Eun-chan. Like, that's... That's what you gotta do, especially mm-hmm. if you want this cool coffee job, which you're actually pursuing is like, your hobby and career. Yes. And then Eun-chan uh, goes and plays drums at Hansung's. Yeah, it's time... It, we're we're getting this, this interesting... Uh, many times in this episode, we'll see just, like, something happens, and Eun-chan goes and hangs out with Hansung. Yeah, which... It's all kinds of bad. Yeah, I... In the... <sighs> And like she's, I don't like it. Eun Chan is like not ignorant of her feelings towards Hansung yeah. either. And then she has her own like her and uh, Yuju have like this reciprocal mm-hmm. thing where they're comparing themselves to each other and neither yeah. of them is like understanding their own good points and only seeing like what does the other have that Though makes I do Hansung feel, like them. Yeah. Though I do feel like compared to the past episodes Unchan is in more of a place where her feelings for him are not nearly as strong. Yeah, I, it, like, it doesn't come up from her at all. It very much feels like she's, you know, maybe just has a lot on her mind from the Hangul thing or whatever, and she just kind of wants to go hang out with this good friend. And mm-hmm. she very much treats all of the encounters. Like, because, yeah, in the past you would kind of see, like, there was that little bit of her, like, flirting a little bit, and then, like, him letting it happen. Yeah. But now it's it doesn't feel like that. It feels like she's treating it as a friend boundary and if anything he's the one that's pushing oh yeah it over um but yes she she goes and she's playing the drums and she's having a good time um she tries to play like this reed instrument yeah which i couldn't recognize for the life of me honestly she picks it up and she just kind of goes and she goes wow i think i know why kenny g has a pointy face yeah. and i was like what a call out <laughs> damn Chen, and then the he's like oh you could play instrument with me and she's like, no, nah, you know, my claim to fame is that I broke a piano once. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. And then they start playing the one song that always happens when two people need to fall in love at a piano. Oh, yeah. The one that's like a very easy duet for one person and then the other person has to like carry the rest of the song. It's, yeah. I want to say it's like... Heart it, and Soul? Is that what it's called? Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, Heart dun, and dun. Soul. I don't know the actual lyrics. I just know that that's one of those things, like, when I figured out how to do that and I was in middle school, like, me and my friends would sit in the chorus room and be like, we're so good at piano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one side goes, the da 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 uh, that was actually the third open mic performer. Oh my god! <laughs> they oh <laughs> wait really? No. Oh. <laughs> None of that happened. That was all a bit. No man. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I just hope there's a little bit, a there's... little bit of truth to these wacky <laughs> stories you tell me. Nah. Damn it! <laughs> so yeah, and like it's very effective. You watch yes. these two people like play this piano song, and like, dude, music is magical. I you're fell just... in love at a piano once. It was the worst thing that ever happened dude, to me. Stay sick. away from music, kids. <laughs> Stay away from piano. Don't sit on a piano bench with another person. Never. Only by yourself or with the page turner. Yes. Nothing else. Yes. <laughs> that's the that's what we learn from yeah. this episode, really. And never without protection. Always bring piano playing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, we have this, this, they're hanging out and they're talking. Um, yeah. And she's like, it's better to follow your heart no matter how hard than to go against your heart's wish. So that's her, that's her thesis. I yeah. Think. It's very 
interesting how she talks about I don't know. It's it's mm, God, I feel like this whole episode I'm just like I I get where Unchen's going with what she does. Like it, it makes sense the choices that she makes. Mm-hmm. However, I'm like ugh, I don't sometimes she loses me a little bit. No, I'm like why? Like are you, are you feeling like I'm feeling where she kind of like says one thing and then does another? Yes. Yes. That's very easy to do. Yeah. So. I, yeah. Fair. I. <laughs> also, because, like, she's not around Hangul, like, your head can be very clear when you're away from the person who's giving you all this, like, mixed up stuff. Yeah, that's right. It's real easy to be like, everything's cool, and then later be like, oh, it wasn't cool. <laughs> I was unprepared. <laughs> I was not right. <laughs> she says, you remind me of Santa. And he's like, am I that chubby? <laughs> and she goes, well... Now that you mention it. And it's Dude, like, ha, just ha, calling ha, everyone ha, out today. <laughs> Big funny moment. <laughs> and then she says, nah, seeing you is like a Christmas gift. And he's like, you're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, um, mm. And I still hadn't caught on by this point. <laughs> I was like, ha, weird scene, bye. I, yeah, that's true. I definitely remember when I first watched this, I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And, it, and then it wasn't. And then we cut to Sungi blackmailing Unchan to cleaning his place. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, listen, you gonna, um, uh, excuse me, and he goes, come to my house and clean it. And she's like, what? And he's like, I won't tell your secret if you clean my house. And she's like, I'm not gonna do that. And he's like, alright. And she goes, just kidding, I am gonna do that. And, and he's like, like smiling like he's having fun. What a dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, if I had to clean Mr. Hong's place to keep my gender identity a secret from my boss boyfriend... <laughs> I would riot. <laughs> Though, I do feel like um, Waffle Boy is the kind of person to be like, clean, like, only my room and the spaces that I use and leave everything else. Yeah, Our he room, totally is. for him. <laughs> God. He also sleeps in, like, that cool tent. Like, yeah, his, fence. like, self-made fence of, I don't know, This newspaper. is some space. Yeah. <laughs> None are welcome. Ah, uh, yeah. And then um, Hangul rolls up and we're we're kind of, like... It's, it's almost like they're trying to mislead us that, like, the dynamic is back to normal, mm. kind of, because it's like he comes in and he's, like, poking fun at her, and she's, you know, reacting as she always does, and he's like, did you even read the books that I gave you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I might have browsed them. And he's like, what's the correct temperature to brew some kind of coffee at? Bo- boil milk for latte. Yeah, and she goes, 65 degree. And he goes, oh, so you did read it. And she goes, no, I just learned that on the job. From my experience. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's just, it, it, it very much echoes how they've been acting in previous episodes where they're just kind of like, I don't know, cats and dogs, whatever. Yeah. They're just going, doing their own thing. Yes. Because it's, it's hard to have a new dynamic. Yeah. So they're, they're just going back to what's comfortable. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, do you like shaved ice? Which is a very Hangul move. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He goes, so hey. How do you feel about shaved ice? And I don't know uh, what this moment did for you, but I know for me, I immediately was like, Grandma. like Yeah, instantly. me too. Because okay. they've mentioned Grandma loves shaved ice like several yes, times. Like, the, that's her yes. shit. And then we cut to Hangyul's mom and Grandma at home, and Grandma just drops like, thank God you didn't send Hangyul to that orphanage. And yeah, Mama is like, haha, really? yeah, you know, I only have a son because of that thing you said. And I go, what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they kind of like, instead of like, lightly trying to hint at what we talk about later they're like here it is and, and now like, we'll take it away yeah. <laughs> and she's like oh by the way here's my favorite purse you can have it actually i want it back yeah we it's like this uh, mother-daughter moment 
it's bizarre. Yeah. And we get a little more clarification later, but like just have it. It feels like the kind of scene that if they had put that in a previous episode, it'd be like setting this up. But it feels a little rushed. Yeah. Which I uh, come on, coffee prince. C- come on, coffee prince. You're better than that. You know. Uh, and then they have. Uh, yes, it's time to go get shaved ice. Yes. So uh, they're at this place, and Unchan is basically like just jumping right into it's time to be friends. It's so interesting. Bringing over the shaved ice. She's very much just being like, you're eating shaved ice. Your your napkin needs to protect your stomach. And she's like trying to put a napkin on grandma. And grandma's like, I stopped eating the Like floating around me. Like, stop it swatting at Unchan. Yeah. And then Unchan's like, yo, Hong Gyul, he had to be mad dumb in school, right? And grandma's like, are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen his face? Of course. Like, <laughs> yeah, they just start kind of like... They're ha- at first they're kind of wailing on him, but then they're kind of like talking him up because they're like he's he's handsome, and then mm. Unchan is like this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> they they kind of go back and forth with each other a little bit, and Grandma's like, "Haha, you two bicker like a comedy duo." Yeah, which is like, oh, that's such a sweet thing to say. Uh, Unchan runs off, and Grandma yes. has like a second alone to Hankyo, and I'm like, here it comes. She's like, wait, and she just sprints. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, is this where uh, Grandma's gonna be like, oh, you know, I like that girl. Like, Ooh. that would have been so dope. I wish. Uh, I wish that had been what <laughs> <laughs> But instead, she's just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, you've done, how is the coffee shop going? Like, t- getting the update on that. Yes. And he says, I'll make sure you see me become successful. And, mm-hmm. like, the implication there is before you die. Yeah, we have a lot of this episode, everyone... Everyone kind of, like, either coming to the realization or just, like, very heavily thinking about the the fact that Grandma could die very soon. Because mm-hmm. I even think back to when we see Yuju and Hansung come into the hospital and they're on the escalator with the cranes. Yes. Uh, Yuju makes a comment that's like, oh, like, did you wish every time you folded one up? Um, and Hansung says that he wished that she would, like, go, Grandma would die peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like everybody is kind of thinking about it. I just attributed that to Hansung being a bad man. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> he didn't wish for his grandma to live forever. He wished that she would just die easy. You know. Mm. Bad man. <laughs> Another reason to hate Hansung, am I right? Add it to the list. <laughs> Bountiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. She says, I'm impressed with what you've done. Yeah. And like, it's so good that they had this conversation like before anything happened to grandma yes because like there was always that kind of like looming fear of like oh is Mm -hmm. is grandma gonna go before seeing the end of this like task she's given to han gil yeah and is he gonna not know how she felt about it but she's like i am impressed and it's very very nice that we have that and then unchan returns with what can only be a hot bottle of piss yeah (laughs) (laughs) wait wait Oh, yeah. uh, I, I'll I, gladly hear whatever you think it might be, but I, it's definitely piss. <laughs> you know, I it sucks because I I don't have another option, so I guess we have to go with yours. You think she's drinking hot apple juice? <laughs> I don't know tea. Absolutely not. It could. Uh, you know what? Fine. She's <laughs> drinking hot. <laughs> because I guess for some reason Unshed is like, oh, you're eating cold stuff. So you gotta drink this hot yellow liquid after each thing. Yeah, before when they talk about, um, when they first start eating the ice, a comment is made that's like, oh, like, 
you know, eating something cold like this isn't good for grandma. And then Unchen is like, I know, I'll get you something hot. And then you'll just alternate between having something hot and having something cold. And grandma is like, what, what? Yeah. And Unchen is like, come on, do it. And then grandma's like, oh, wait, this is kind of, this is kind of And good. meanwhile, I'm worried her teeth are going to shatter like glass. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I also was like, I don't know if alternating like that is good. It's probably not good. <laughs> And then Unchan and poses for a photo with Grandma. Yeah, and I'm Hangul, like, this Hangul's... photo is gonna come up again somewhere. <laughs> it had better. Hangul is making his face because Grandma and Unchan are bonding. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, "Let me take a picture," and Unchan is like, "I'll be in the picture," and they take a very cute picture. And it's like we have this nice, like, touching scene. This nice, like, oh, shaved ice and piss. What a classic <laughs> combo. And then we cut to some street magician chopping pieces of hot dog into Unsei's face. Yeah, so now it's time No for... exaggeration. <laughs> Literally, we cut to this dude, and he's got what can only be a fedora on. And his, <laughs> his hair is over his face, and he just has this, uh, this little, like, sausage, and he's just cutting it, and it's just like... hitting Unsei in the face. And he's not saying anything. I'm a big fan of the jokes where you go, oh man, so-and-so looks like, and then like this absurd combination. <laughs> These two don't look like anything. I don't. They are their own horrible <laughs> subgenre of aesthetic. They're very much just like... They're just like, ah, oh, we're just a couple of guys. We want to hey, talk to you. Hey, just a couple of guys. Nothing weird going on here. Nothing at all. And then um, she throws the entire contents of her pockets, which is like 75 cents and a bunch of Starburst wrappers at them. And one lip gloss. There was one. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't throw your lip gloss. So she throws it on the ground. <laughs> and she's like, whatever you want. It's on the floor. Bye. And then uh, the, the smaller mystery man to the taller mystery man goes, ah. Oh, I what was something about CB picking one, and we're like, ah, this is Harim and Waffle Boy. What? <laughs> oh my God, you didn't know? Yo, this is <gasps> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me let me. Think. <coughs> so so we 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 have that 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 whisper, mm -hmm. um, and then we cut to CB in the bushes, and um, well, I was also able to tell because of their voices. I'm an yeah. Uh, and also later, it's it's like referenced that uh, Harim has like a punch little cut on his face. And okay, so first let's describe the the, the scene to the listeners. Um, so yeah, we cut to CB and he's waiting in the bushes. He's seeing what's happening, and he basically jumps out. Or first, actually, Unsei kind of like uh, gets mad and like storms off and everything, and then they chase after her. They, like, look at each other and they're like, oh, because she takes a picture of them. She takes she... a picture and she's like, I'm turning this into the police. Yeah. So they chase after her and they're like, we gotta get her phone or whatever. And they end up knocking her down. Um, Harim does this thing where, who you now know, the one to be Harim, <sighs> is like, I got it. And he, like, lays, like, over her, like, yeah. horizontal. So they're, like, perpendicular. And then uh, Sungi is trying to, like, get the phone and CB comes out and he picks them both up over his shoulder. He walks them out and he, like, tosses them over the gate. And then... Um, he's like, my angel, are you okay? And he, like, picks her up, and she's, like, crying, and, like, you know, he's like, I did it, or whatever. I am upset. But, yes, this was, the, 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 this was all orchestrated by CV. He did the classic, my friends pretend to be no. gangster. Mm -mm. <laughs> yes. That is shitty. That is so shitty. I know. That she was like, do not contact me. Because this, it was going to be shitty for me either way, because from my perspective... He was just fortunately happened to be stalking her when she was assailed by two club kids, I guess. And, like, he hulks out and carries them away. 
But nah. He sees that her knee gets skinned, and he goes berserk as a remix of Dire Straits' Money for Nothing starts playing in the background. <laughs> That's what the song is, and I lost my mind. But it was a sting. It was just him being extra shitty because she's like, don't contact me. And he's like, I have to stage an assault for her to want me to be in her life. Yeah. <laughs> Later, we, we cut to them at Coffee Prince and uh, CB is like really, really happy. And Harim is like, you, he has like a little boo-boo on his cheek. And he makes a comment that's just kind of like, you shouldn't get to wear these. I should. Um, yes, this so for, was this was all a setup. That was Harim and Waffle Boy. <laughs> when that scene happens, where he's like, "I deserve these glasses," I thought it was just a joke that he was the only one who was allowed to be fashionable. Like oh, that was the no. that was the property of his character. I'm so sorry to ruin. <laughs> Dude, this was like shattering a terrible illusion with an even more terrible one. <laughs> uh, oh no! Yeah. Oh man. Unchan like pulls CB by his hair outside and is like. I don't forgive you, and, like, to be fair, neither do I. Yeah. But she's like, I'm gonna make you sign a contract and blood, you piece of shit. I did write, in all caps, when this, this scene was happening where he he hires hot... Because, yeah, they also mention the money. They're like, like, one of them is like, what, what? You're doing this for, like, the $50 or something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, in all caps, CB, you are an idiot, and then later, oh my god, it worked, oh my god. Because... <laughs> She uh. somehow did not figure out who it was, and somehow he was able to... I, I just could... I was so sure that this was going to be a... He, like, hires them to, like, you know, scare her, but then she sees right through it, and she's like, God, just leave me alone. Listen. But no, it worked. I can't believe it worked. I'm like, is this Harim's advice that he was going to give before he gets cut off by uh, Hangil earlier? Is this oh all his plan? Oh my god. Because frankly, I think he's the only one with the audacity to come with the plan where somebody chops a hot dog into another person's face. Yeah. And uh, Unchan is, CB to Unchan says, I won't betray you again. Famous last words. Oh yeah. And... Uh, he's like, I swear on Unsei. And she's like, do you like her that much? Oh, yeah. She says, would you swear on Unsei? And CB is like, yes. <laughs> and Unchan is like, so, what do you think of me as a girl? Yeah. And Unchan is like, or I'm sorry, CB uh, says, well, you know, androgyny is unattractive and also strong women threaten me. And he's wrong on both counts. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> strong androgynous people is like the most attractive. Yeah, I was gonna say, strong disagree with CB on both of those things, but especially the androgyny one, because <sighs> I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I'm a big fan, personally. Me as well. Like, listen. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, if I have to pick one, I'm more of a fan of strong than I am of androgyny. Oh, okay. Yeah, muscles, muscles are great. What if they have muscles and they're androgynous? Uh, it's like a hard 50-50. <laughs> You know, you can't, you can only imagine so much in reality. You don't know how it would play out. Yeah, fair enough. And he's just wrong. Yeah, so CB is just utterly incorrect. Um, But... (laughs) Like a lot of handsome people, he has shit taste. uh, Earlier in the episode, Unchan did the same kind of thing to Hangul, where she's like, so me as a girl. Um, And he kind of is like, nope. And then she brings it up to CB, and he also is like, no. And then he, like, she she basically storms off being like, why did I even ask you? And he's like, to be fair, I have really high standards. And we're like, CB, shut up. What an asshole. Yeah, this whole episode, not a good episode for CB. Not a good episode for my emotions. Yeah, not... <laughs> this one hurt. is like, hey, my employees, what instruments do you play? Oh my god, yeah. See, he's like, listen, guys. And kind of everybody goes, what the fuck? <laughs> 
he's like, it's time for the, the episode where we become a band, everyone. <sighs> and then, of course, like, he looks over at Sunky and he's like, you play the guitar. And Sunky's like, not well enough to perform. Yeah. And it's like, I hate that you were right. I hate that you look I... at Sunky and you're like, this guy plays the guitar. Y- yeah. He is, he does have a guitar guy vibe. <laughs> uh, I want to learn guitar. Yeah, me too. Someone tried to teach me a couple of chords to something once, and I remember it was really hard because I, like, or when you're first learning, I know you have to build up the calluses, and, like, it was also hard for me, maybe just because of, like, my hands <laughs> not being big. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Hankyo really wants there to be a, a band episode. And he's going to have it, gosh dang it. He says, I'm the boss, and you're going to do it. So, uh, Unchen goes to the person that she knows, knows about music, uh, yeah. Hansung. So she's like, hey, Hansung. And she's, like, playing... An ocarina. Yes. And there's a Legend of Zelda joke somewhere, but, like, I, could, I couldn't find it. Yeah, I know. I was I was looking for it, too, and it, it didn't, didn't pop up to me, so... Yeah. Someone else, maybe, might catch that. So she's listening to this music that he's kind of, like, playing for her, yeah? Yeah. And then he's, like, got his hand on her back. Yeah. And they're having this conversation where... Uh, I've gotten ahead of myself a little bit because I'm, I'm pre-traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to call special attention to... This is, like, also the first time that Han Sung, like, opens up emotionally about anything. Yeah, that's Because true. she's asking, like, how did Han Gil get his attitude? And he's like, you know, like, he has a really nice family. And as a child, I used to wish that, like... My family was more like that. Yeah, he he highlights things that he noticed about their family that are just like, you know, like he talks about how they change the curtains every season. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I wish I had that. And she goes, of course, like, well, what was your childhood like? Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, my parents were never around and like I hung out with the maid all the time. Mm -hmm. So I would leave the lights and the music on a lot to make it feel less lonely, which is like. That's super valid. And he also says, like, that's part of the reason I got into music. Yeah. And then that's the transition from, like, hey, come listen to this thing I'm working on. And so he's, like, got... Oh, that's right. They do talk about that before the, the music. Yeah. And he's got, like, one hand on her back. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-mm. And then he, like, grabs the side of her head. And he doesn't even, like, move in immediately. She has time to be, like, what are you doing? I know. She's, like, what? What's going on? And then he kisses her. Yep. And, like, ooh. Ugh. Yuju is, like, returning home as Unchan runs out. Yeah, Unchan literally, like, there. there's not even, like, a, a second of, like... Because we, we have the whole thing that's, like, oh, when you, like, close your eyes, whatever. But, like, he kisses her, and Unchan literally, like, knocks his arms off with her arms, mm-hmm. gets up, smacks her hand over her mouth, and runs out. Yeah. Um. So, kind of how we, we talked about earlier, the whole, like... It used to be that when they hung out, it was Unchan who was kind of, like, still strong in these feelings, and Hansung was just kind of, like, letting them happen. Mm-hmm. And now, not only is it not just the other... It's not just, like, it's the other way around. It's like, no, he was the one who was actively kind of, like, pushing this more romantic vibe, and she was not having it at all, and now it's, like, very drawn in the sand that, like, that was not her intention. She is not here. She does not want that. Dude, it's like Yuju earlier was literally like, nothing more. Yeah. Like, this is as far as it goes. And he was like, yeah, sure, what, lol, haha. And, God. yeah, it really sucks. It's it's not, especially because Unchan runs out and Yuju is walking in. So Unchan sees Yuju, and Yuju sees Unchan, and Unchan kind of like takes her hand away from her mouth, like looks at Yuju, 
just kind of like bows, says hello, and then leaves. Yeah, and then Yuju walks inside, and like Han soon comes like running around the corner, and like face to face with Yuju, and like there's no words exchanged, mm-hmm. and they just look at each other, and like we're sitting in this feeling, and like Yuju, you know she understands, and she says, "I'll call you tomorrow," and then like leaves, <sighs> which is like, God damn, I love Yuju. Yes, yeah, spell it in the sky. Ooh man, like Han Sung, I joked about like him being a villain yeah like but this is like crossing the line to the point where i'm like oh god we we've made self-fulfilling prophecy yeah (laughs) yeah all this time we picked him up and we put him in this box of you're the bad one and then he was like all right i guess i will be (laughs) (laughs) it's like this this happened in the show and i looked at the time and i was like oh my god there's 12 minutes left yeah and like I think this is the last we see of either of them for this episode. Yes. So there is such a cloud. And just remind me to talk more about this in closing thoughts. Okay. Because we we gotta take care of the last 12 minutes before we can fully unpack everything Yes, that yes, yes. There. Let's, let's, we do gotta keep going. Uh, just as the episode does. They give it to you and then they just keep on going. Mm-hmm. Um, Harim is kissing customers. Yeah, Harim is, he's like... Uh, so it, we cut to Harim with Unchan, and Unchan makes a comment that's like, "Hey, have you like kissed anyone before?" And Harim is like, "What you mean with customer number three, the one that I'm dating right now? Of course, yeah, yeah totally." And she's like, "What? Oh, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, what'd you think was gonna happen?" He has like this cool attitude where he's like, "There's so many more problems to worry about in a relationship than kissing. That like, why not just do it very soon?" Yeah. Um. So that kind of leads him to be like, "Wait a minute." You kiss somebody, did uh, Unchan? You got a girlfriend? Yeah. And, and Unchan is like, no, no, what? No. And he's like, oh, dude, dude, Hunkyo, Hunkyo, did you know that Unchan has a girlfriend? And Hunkyo kind of like turns around and he's like, bring her in for an inspection. Yeah, he's like, like bring her by so we can see if, uh, you know, it's just. And Unchan is like, no, I didn't say. Guys, stop it. And then we cut from that to, like, Hangul angrily walking in and taking what I can only assume are his anti-gay pills. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oof. Oh, man. That hits hard. Oh, gosh. Just watching him, like, it's saloon doors as well. Mm-hmm. So he pushes them open and we're kind of, like, peeking through them as he's just, like, pouring them into his drink. And being yep. Like, Yum. <laughs> I wonder if they work is the, the big thing. Oh my god. Or if it's because Unchan's really a girl, they have no effect. I wonder what they are. It's just magic and bullshit. It's yeah. gotta be. It's got, they've gotta, oh god. <laughs> I, <laughs> who? Uh, and then we cut to grandma, like, uh, bedridden again. Because mm. she was back home giving the purse to mama. Yes. And now she's, like, in bed, but still looking very sick. Mm-hmm. And Hangyul comes by, and she tells him, like, look, this is gonna happen dozens of times before I die, so don't make a big deal out of it every time. Mm-hmm. And he crawls into bed next to her, and he's like, you've not had anybody do, like, an arm pillow thing since Grandpa, huh? Yeah. And he, like, puts his arm under her head, and she, like, falls asleep almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Or I wonder if that was just done to show, like, passage of time. Yeah. And then, eventually, he, like, crawls out of bed. But he, like, he's resting his head, like, on her chest, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listening to her heartbeat and 
from the perspective of last episode where he was kicking himself for not being around enough. Yeah. I'm just glad that he's doing it. Yeah. Like, none of these people are, events are real. Mm-hmm. But, like, it still makes me very glad to see that, like, the showrunners are giving us, like, that little bit of happiness in this bleak episode full of, yes. like, sting operations and It very much, like, and... um, ob- objectively, as an episode in the series, like, a good episode, but, like, for my feelings... <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that Whew. uh his dad han gil's dad calls him over for a drink which is about the second time this character has spoken yeah show. han gil's walking he's leaving and as he passes his dad he's like hey come here have a drink with daddy have a drink with that and he's like oh, all right um and his dad like pours him some alcohol and is just like Come work for me. Yep. I stop wasting time. And Han Gil, the badass, just cuts his father off and calls him out. He's like, "You don't even know what I want to do. Like, I'm still leaving in three months. Like the deal I have with Grandma." And his dad offers him like a job in the marketing department, and he's like, "This is the first time, uh, you've ever invited me for a drink, and like you don't even know that I'm like a lightweight who can barely even like drink without yeah. getting." passed out he makes a comment that's like you called me over here for a drink and i was curious to know what you were going to say and he's like and this is what it was mm-hmm. you don't even know that i'm a lightweight and this is what you have to say to me and then he knocks back a shot mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's like, like my plans aren't changing peace out dad and then his dad calls him a loser yeah and he's like oh man it must be because of the way i was born burn and he's my like, dude you won't even yell at me he's like i used to wish you would smack me and he's like if you wanted to ignore me you shouldn't even have brought me here and like he storms off and i'm like what a badass yeah it, it was very much like that that was a quite the moment for han gil yeah. as a character because like, i'm kind of thinking like is is he adopted like what is yes what why is the dad the one who is not able to discipline him or communicate with him Mm -hmm. especially because there was a line many episodes ago about like oh they used to be so close or like they used to have this cool relationship yeah and i just did not understand what was happening but i really appreciated that he was channeling yuju and just like standing up for himself and interrupting like this older authority figure and being like no so then we cut to our wonderful, cute sister trio, uh, Unchan, Unsei, and Teddy Bear, and it's yeah. time for a face mask. Mm-hmm. And Unsei even makes a comment. She's like, "Why are you doing like face masks? Like you, you must have like something on your mind or mm-hmm. something." And Unchan is like, "What? I can't just like want to do face mask with my sister. Like whatever." And she's like, "You bought sunglasses for CB," and she yeah. starts putting her foot in his face. She's <laughs> like, "Well, you won't buy me anything." <laughs> and it's really interesting because this is a cool behind the scenes fact. Uh, Unchan is wearing a shirt that's a picture, it's like, I clown New York. Oh. And it's because, uh, in fact, Unchan is a clown. <laughs> oh! Oh my god, no wonder! Yeah, it's a little bit of, like, foreshadowing, but also it's already happened. Wow! <laughs> really interesting find, Jared. Yeah, you know, it took my research team a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the signs have always been there. Whoa, yeah. Dude, I've seen this show, like, three times, and I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other cool love triangle of Mr. Hong, Mr. Koo, and Mama... Yes. Is They're, like, sitting outside in front of the cool aesthetic butcher counter with the pink neon lighting. Eating some watermelon. Yeah, and Mr. Hong is, like, reciting poetry, and Mr. Koo's like, huh, 
what kind of man has time to be memorizing poetry, blah, blah, blah. And Mr. Yeah, he's Hong like, is like, you can tell that he has been with a different woman. Uh-huh. And Mr. Hong is like, I wrote that. Yeah, he's like, actually, that is my poetry that I wrote <laughs> myself. And then they're both, like, trying to fan her. Yeah. It's the cutest shit. Yeah. Because she, like, she doesn't even, like, weigh in on it. She's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, she's just kind of like, well. And then we see Unchan running by. Yes, Unchan just sprints by. Which is super cool, because how rarely do we, like, see these scenes intersect? Like, when it happens, it's usually, like, a special occasion. Yeah. And she's running to Hong Gul's house, and they're sitting on the rooftop drinking, like, a nice beer. That's right, they're back on their, back on their bullshit of, (laughs) like, chilling in this place, drinking some kind of alcohol. This, this episode just makes me, I wrote on my list of things I want to do now to, like, go to a rooftop garden or something. Yeah, honestly, every time they're chilling on that little, like, outdoor area with some wine or just, like, some pizza. Like, it really makes me want to have a space like that that I can just, like, go up and chill and either, like, drink some drink some wine or eat some pizza. <laughs> eat some pizza. Eat some pizza. I think about that one where they were eating the pizza and Chen was, like, stacking, stacking four the slices. four slices. I'm like, man, I really want to drink legends. wine and eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, so Chen literally runs to Hangul. And um, they're, they're having their, their nightly chat. They, he, he he starts opening up and like I was really surprised that we're getting the background for the things that are happening this episode Yeah, between him and his family and mm-hmm. he says during junior year he ran away from summer school and he came home and nobody knew he was home mm-hmm. and his aunt was crying because his dad was making his wife raise a bastard while still having a memorial for his mistress so that's a lot so uh, Hong Gyul is like a child born out of this the perspective you gave me like possibly arranged marriage kind mm-hmm. of situation yeah so the the context of the in this episode is kind of like his dad might be like kind of cruel mm-hmm. but for me like thinking like maybe he was a child born out of like an actual loving relationship and then this with his mom is kind of the more uh like business marriage situation yeah but the mom he says like oh she's my real mom like yeah I, his biological mom just isn't in the picture yeah well, probably because she's dead and, well, like, just the fact that the dad won't interact with him, like, on that level or whatever, mm-hmm. is, it's so interesting because I don't know the emotions that, like, the dad is carrying to his child and, like... Yeah. And just the fact that Nana and uh, Mom were like, oh, you know, if you hadn't convinced me, like, he would have gone to an orphanage and I wouldn't even have a son. Yeah. And, like, what the hell do you do with that? Because, like, the mom who's cheerful and hung you likes seems less... Uh, empathetic for me than the dad who can't express himself mm. who might have had him as like this child of love as opposed to like the marriage for convenience yeah and I'm just super interested in that but he's talking about like he thought that he would he didn't he, he held it in forever like he didn't really tell anybody that he knew yeah and like yeah I know um we've talked a little bit because this this whole thing has kind of really been introduced to us not introduced to us this episode but this episode's feel like the first time we're actually talking about anything like this um and for me i wonder it because it it does it feels rushed and i wonder if it has anything to do with what has just happened with grandma i bet you that's like the, the impetus yeah but it's so crazy and the whole time he's saying this and chan is sitting behind him her his back is to her and she's, like, pantomiming, like, petting his head. Yeah, she's doing, like, a hover head pat. Yeah, and then she, like, hu- holds out her arms like she's hugging him, but, mm-hmm. like, not. And it just, it it hurt my heart. It sucked. 
Yeah. And then we do the comic, like, he passes out and she carries him inside. Yeah, she's gotta carry him because he drank too much wine. And she's like, haha, you're faking, aren't you, just to get me to, like, carry you inside, haha. Mm-hmm. And then they flop down onto the bed and his arm ends up on top of her. And she sits there for, like, a minute. She yeah. just sits in it. And then she tries to get up. And, like, mm-hmm. his hand is, like, on the side of her head. And he, he slams okay. her back down. He literally, like, grabs, it looks like he grabs her by the neck. And just, yes. like, is like, get back on the bed. <laughs> And like, she he, he she slams him. He slams her down. Yeah. And he says, "You're gay, right?" Mm-hmm. And then she pops up, and he slams her down again. Yeah. And he continues, "I'm not. So stop seducing me." Yeah. And Unchan very much goes, "You're the one who keeps calling me late at night, telling me to come over here." Ooh. Yes. And then he he breaks into this thing that I I hate it so much. He says, "Let's be sworn brothers." And she goes, what is this, Romance of the Three Kingdoms? Which, I fucking love Romance of the Three Kingdoms, mm-hmm. so I'm always happy when it comes up, but yeah. it's not in this context. They're talking about, like, the Peach Garden Oath. The and one time. it means we'll never have to see you goodbye, and we'll be better than friends, but we can't be lovers because we're men. And, like, ah. Uh, and I literally wrote, I don't want this to go in this direction, because this is the most putting it on the back burner thing you can do. Where, hey, we're gonna put all of our feelings in this microwave, and we're just gonna leave it closed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna just be bros. And then they Yay. have a whole thing where he chases her around the apartment. He's just like, call me your bro. Call me your bro. I wanna be your bro. And then, like, she doesn't want to. And he literally picks her up and is, like, pretending like he's gonna drop her. And she goes, bro, 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 yeah. bro, bro. <laughs> and then... They do this thing that really got me because she does the voiceover and she says, like, her thesis again. She's like, uh, I wanted to keep him by my side even as a brother. And then I was like, okay, well, yeah, say one thing, do another with mm-hmm. your following your heart aesthetic. And then we get Hong Gyul's voiceover. And because he still thinks I'm Chance of Mill, it's the exact same line. I wanted to keep him by my side even as a brother. Mm-hmm. So you have these two people who very much like, it feels like Hong Gil views them as incompatible because of their orientation, mm-hmm. which as the audience is very frustrating because I thought in this episode it was all going to come out. Yeah. Uh, but it did. We went the opposite direction. We went deeper. And we, we pushed also, it deeper into the We put the relationship in the fridge. And yeah, like, we really did. And it's just, it's it put in a place of sadness now because there's going to be this facade of like, everything's okay, we're just bros. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, maybe I'm being selfish, it very much feels like they both really like each other. And yeah. I mean, he's only got a three day supply of medication. <laughs> so hopefully it runs out. He comes to his senses and we don't spend the next three or four episodes in like this peach garden oath limbo. Yeah. And for, only for the Felix to come back when there's four episodes remaining or something. I would be furious. <laughs> oh, man. So this is, like, this is something that you see in rom-coms all the time. No. This idea, yeah. This idea of, like, we're friends, but we, uh, like, one of us likes the other one, and so in order for, like, they, they have this thought process that's, like, I would rather keep them in my life than risk losing them by saying that I like them or whatever. And it's interesting because in this show, because of the whole cross-dressing thing that's happening and because of the whole, like that extra layer, it kind of puts it in, like, a bit of a different, almost a more intense kind of, like, light, where 
she's very much afraid of like the whole lying thing coming to light and like oh we're only friends maybe because like he wants a cool bro and if i'm a girl then it's not the same Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff that's just kind of like added on to that but yeah sorry to break it to you but you'll probably be seeing this this uh this little this cool trope more <laughs> we we love it i think i think it can be done well because yeah. this is the time where this is denial this is stage one mm-hmm. and when you're in denial about having feelings for another person like they're both shelving it and this is the part where it deepens like this is the part where your feelings have to build to the part where neither of you can ignore them mm-hmm. and then like i just look forward to that build in that case if mm-hmm. this is where we're going the the build of like all these little things that they do and there's been so much cute shit mm-hmm. with like the his computer background yeah and Unchan like again like understands her feelings Hangyul does not mm-hmm. and I'm so glad for this show because when I heard about the concept I was very much like is it literally just going to be that he doesn't want to be gay and that's mm-hmm. the only barrier to this relationship mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like that it very much feels like yeah he considers this in spite of the gender difference yeah especially because he's going so far as to like keep her around mm-hmm. and keep calling her and i think it's important for both of them because even just as friends like she's so good at calling him out yeah and to be truthful i don't know what service service <laughs> gross that uh, Hangyul even necessarily provides for Unchan aside from like just making her feel like happy mm-hmm. before he makes her feel mad before he <laughs> makes her feel happy again. Like, uh, you can't help liking who you like, so I don't mean to like bash Hangyul. Yeah, you know what? But like, there's good points about him as well. I'm remembering now. Oh, he's, good. Yeah, he's sincere. He's really good. He's grandma's boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's smart. He's a good manager type. He's wicked handsome. I think there's also um, a heavy implication in this show that uh, I think that, you know, kind of what this, this story centers around. Because Unchan, while Hangul is our male lead, the real main character here is Unchan. Mm-hmm. Like, she's kind of like the real, like, person who we're following her story more, like, biggest of all. Um, and we meet her at a time where like for her romance has never really been a thing that she's worried about it's mm-hmm. never really been anything that she's had to think about it's because one she just hasn't had time she's had to like take care of her family all that true so i do feel like like where hansung a little bit played the role of like the first like love i feel like not necessarily that this is like anything that hangyul God, yeah, there really is no good word. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to say provide, but that still feels bad. Yeah, I don't you like know. that one either. But yeah, it, it's more about like she. I feel like she's kind of like getting to experience that that side of life that she really hasn't gotten to, and mm. where I don't think that Han Sung was necessarily the best. Like, you know, I, I'm glad that she's getting to kind of do that with Han Gil. And that brings us back to the thing we shelved for later ourselves. Yeah, that's right. It's time to talk about it. We're going to um, spend the last bit of this talking about uh, Han Sung and how he basically just cheated on Yuju and where we're going to go from there. Whew. Because that's going to be huge unless they do the thing that they've done for the last six episodes and disregard whatever happens at the end of the previous episode and immediately. <laughs> so... Uh, there's so much to think about with this because 
DK came back into Yuju's life shortly before this happened. Yes. And that doesn't negate anything Hansung does. But we don't know the relationship history as well. And uh, this is all conjecture. And I don't think that, like, Yuju is this kind of character. Mm -hmm. But she obviously felt remorse for whatever happened between her and Hansung that resulted in them breaking up. Yes. Uh, so whether or not that was a thing with DK, whether they were separate or still together at the time, mm -hmm. uh, even if it's just as simple as she left Hansung for DK and then didn't work out and realized like, oh, I miss being with Hansung. Mm -hmm. Like this is like a clear violation of literally what Yuju was worried about and told Hansung like face to face. Mm -hmm. Literally, I wrote in my notes in no uncertain terms. Mm -hmm. And like... It's one of those things that, for me, it feels kind of irredeemable. Mm -hmm. Like, he was not thinking. No, there, he had so many opportunities not to do that. Yeah. And, like, it just sucks. And I'm glad I didn't like the character in the first place. Yeah. Because this would definitely be the kind of thing that makes me go, hmm. Wee. <laughs> yes. So, really, my only concern is not that. I, well, as always, I'm worried that they will remain in a relationship because that gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm really just interested to see how Yuju handles this because yeah. she did the ultimate right thing. She said, I will call you tomorrow. And I, I'm i just very curious because she was the one who wanted to be in this relationship. She was worried. She saw this coming a mile away. Mm -hmm. And Hansung is just like this idiot goofball character who kind of like floats along yeah and like this literally this episode was the first time he ever opened up emotionally about anything that wasn't about yuju to yuju yeah and even in those contexts like he's never been good about it he's yeah. never been like oh you remember that time he outed her for not wanting kids at that nice dinner yeah. party yeah oh Ugh. my god remember that time he brought like another girl to her art gallery yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like yeah it's just uh wrong and there's, like, I said this last episode, there's no coming back from that. Yeah. Like, also, it makes me feel like Yuju is the kind of person, from what I've seen, that, like, she's an adult. And there is an outside possibility that they're going to, like, talk about this in, like, a cool, mature way. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what could happen. I do not know what ha could happen. But, like, it's bizarre. <sighs> Any other uh, feelings or reflections about this episode as a whole? Uh, God, there are no winners here, huh? Yeah, this CB one... CB and uh, Unsei, totally wrong moves from his part. She's very clear that she doesn't want anything to do with him. Mm -hmm. And he's A, trying to change himself for her, and B, getting into these contrived situations to try and, like, affect an emotional response. Mm-hmm. Uh, via stalking, and yeah, yeah, because even when I didn't know that was a clever ruse, I totally was like, oh, he's just stalking her, and it ended up being good in this scenario. <sighs> then there's like Mr. Koo, Mr. Hong, and Mama, and Mama is like they've kind of made the joke that she's leading them both on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Hong, it seems like he's not even over his like previous love interest. Yeah, because he he's like singing the songs about her, and he has the poetry that was probably written for her. Mr. Koo, I don't know why he's even interested in Mama. They've never even had, like, a discussion about it. It just seems that he thinks she's really pretty. He just has, like, big, some crush on her for probably yeah. pretty and also, I don't know, maybe because she's, like, nice. I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then there's Han Gyul and Eun Chan, who are the worst of all because they are ending the dialogue. And it's part of that is because they have a working relationship, I think. And they yeah. saw how awkward it was for, like, everybody when they're fighting. Yeah. So the desire to just, like, pretend everything's okay and we're bros is there. And mm -hmm. they're going to act on it. And I'm just glad this is a show and not real life because in real life this feels like such an ending point. Yeah. But this is a mid-season episode of a show. Yeah. So we know that there's a whole rest of an arc to be completed here. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to end with everybody in a happy, stable relationship. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I... As far as, like, reflecting on this episode, there's... I feel like everything I said, I said within the episode uh, when we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. It's... I very much... This is one of those episodes that I, I think objectively, as part of a TV show, it is good because it really is kind of like this kind of like you said like it doesn't nothing goes well for anybody it i think that it as far as the story goes is like really well done but god for me it sucks <laughs> i just feel sad um i remember at, at there, there i i know i mentioned to you uh this earlier before we um started actually recording but there were there were a couple times in this episode where i really like because i know what's happening very soon Ooh. probably next episode, next two episodes, I, I can feel it coming just because of, like, the, the, the things that have happened. Foreshadow. Yeah, and there were a couple of times where I thought it was the time for, like, one of the events to happen. And I was like, oh, and I even, like, wrote in my notes, like, oh, my God, is this? And then I was like, oh, no, it wasn't. Okay. <sighs> there were a couple of times where I got big, I don't, I don't want to say big scared, but just, like, big, like, on the edge of my seat because I was like, oh, is this? I Because mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly when, but I know that they're happening just because I know <sighs> the, the time around that they happen. Um, so I'm very interested to see how you feel about them happening. <laughs> um, I feel like I always say that at the end. I'm, like, really interested to see how you feel about this whole show. I love, I love just hearing it. <laughs> I love to be, like, the Odysseus to your... <laughs> Poseidon. Yeah. And I'm just like on this weird quest and you're like, oh, about to send some bullshit your way. Like... <laughs> That's right. Oof. Oh, man. But yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, we're in the middle of the show. So I know I've talked in the past about how much I love roller coaster shows, shows mm -hmm. that make me feel a lot of different things in a short span of time. Um, and kind of interesting because I feel like this episode was less feeling a lot of different things and like just feeling a lot of things very big. Um, but I am excited for mm -hmm. just watching the story unfold. Um, but yeah, so there you have it. Episode eight. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, <laughs> imminent despair. <laughs> now that one we won't get copyrighted for, so we're okay. Yeah, sorry, boss. <laughs> Uh, man, uh... <laughs> episode eight. None of these people should date. <laughs> Catch you next time on Off Key Prince. <laughs> Bye. Bye.